Welcome back to the show, listeners. We are your hosts. I'm Ernie, and with me, as always, my tag team partner, which only means one thing. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you. That's Michael. That's my. I'm Michael. <laughs> hey, we are 29 days away from the buy one, get two free nights of the over-the-top, stupendous extravaganza that is WrestleMania. Stupendous. What is that word exactly? And I always thought it meant stupidly good, but I don't think that's right. Pause. Okay, that's it. That was just one ring. No. Yeah, stupendous. I don't know. It's like we got. I don't know actually. <laughs> I think like it's supposed hy- to mean good, but they're hyping it up as stupendous. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch it because it's gonna be stupendous. Uh, um, extremely impressive. A stupendous display of technique. Oh, it's wow. an adjective. Oh my goodness. That sounds right for that. I can... uh, WrestleMania is going to be extremely impressive. All right. So we got Age versus AJ Styles has been added to the card, and I mm-hmm. am hyped, but for just one match. So far, it looks like I'm excited for night two and not just both nights. Looking down at the card, it goes as follows. The SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey, your girl, mm-hmm. Ronda. Yeah. What do you, what's the... I'm going to put everything behind her. She's going for it. She's coming back. She's going to take the belt. Ronda all the way. Yep. Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. I'll, I'll go with Becky Lynch on that one. Ugh, this with the Bianca hate all over. <laughs> like, there's a lot of Bianca hate all over online, and like, I don't know how to say why. Like, oh, honestly, she's overrated. That's what people think. Yeah, that she's overrated. She shouldn't have gone up to the main roster that quick. She, she had her chance. And yeah, so here she is. Like yeah, she'll have her time. Back. She'll have her yeah. time, but it's not now. Okay. Uh, the Mysterios, Dominic, and Ray take on the Miz from the class and from the class of 2040 Hall of Fame celebrity wing, oh. Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no opinion. Uh, well, I do have an opinion. I have no comment. Uh, is that the um, the opening the kickoff is that the kickoff I'm not not willing to watch that (laughs) that's not stupendous no that's that's not not stupendous for me yet that's the stupid part I was talking about that's the stupid part (laughs) that's the stupid stupendous Uh, night two is what I'm excited for Um, both titles will be on the line WWE and Universal title to form and what I hope they bring back the undisputed world title yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. I, that's a rough one because I like both of these guys, and obviously I've liked Brock longer because he's been around longer. But I'll be happy with either one. Yeah, the only thing that will make this match probably like enough for me to be like, uh, I I can't choose. It'd be like a career-ending match. Oh. Career versus career. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. One of you have to retire. Now, and... what if... The... Go ahead. No, go ahead. What if this happens? What if we see Paul Heyman 
do another switcheroo and go back to Brock. Eh. No, it doesn't eh. matter anymore. It eh, doesn't even matter anymore. Oh, okay. I don't really care. He does that. I was like, oh, he okay. does it you so often. Yes. You know what? <laughs> he just ruined everything. Um, <laughs> on night two, Edge versus AJ Styles. That should be a good wrestling match. It should. They teased it a little bit at the 2020 Royal Rumble when Edge speared AJ Styles and broke, well, not broke, dislocated his collarbone. Ouch. Oh, yeah. I know what match you're looking forward to, though. So ever since then, I've been waiting. (laughs) What match? Well, we'll get to the next one, but the the one after that is the one I know you're very excited for. Okay. Next one for night two is WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Sasha Banks and Naomi. The women's tag team belt are active again? Apparently. I. Oh. It's first I'm hearing about it. And Zelina and Carmella are the tag team champions? Yeah. What? <laughs> I guess I didn't yeah. realize that. Apparently, um, Sasha Banks is very popular, though, so... <laughs> I think they like Sasha. Naomi still too with her date. Well, you know, we talked about it, the glow sticks and all that. Yeah, the glow sticks are awesome. Sasha Banks is awesome. Uh, what's the next match you're talking about? Well, the the match that uh, is your favorite match is going to be <laughs> Sammy Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Oh, I know, my I know you've God. been looking forward to that. <laughs> I don't even have this on here on my notes. I forgot all about that. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville, adding it right now, like I need to add it <laughs> it's for, just next time, for next they, week. <laughs> they Knoxville. talked about it um, when I was there on Friday, when I went to the SmackDown. And uh, for the IC title, really? Is it? Oh, I don't. I didn't. Uh, that could be that part. I don't know. I guess. Okay, sure. Johnny Knoxville trying to bring in that. Jackass fandom. Okay. Yeah, why not? His buddy sure. won the heavyweight title in WCW. What was his name? Um, Arquette. Why can't Knoxville win one? David Arquette on the heels of the Scream franchise, on the yeah. heels of the Ready to Rumble movie. There you go. That's, yeah. Oh, goodness, that movie. <laughs> hey, we got to do a rewatch on that movie. I actually would watch that again, as terrible as it is. But why not? You know, it's been so long. It's like, eh. All, all the, yeah, like rewatch it and then bring up all the freaking wrestlers that are in there. Yeah. Every hidden moment, every Easter egg. Easter egg, yeah. Oh, uh, well, that's all for the stupendous um, my WrestleMania 38 extravaganza. Yeah. Two nights in 29 days. Uh, all right, time to break the news. Not even a break. Is we all know what's happened over the week. Tony Khan revealed Wednesday on all of the wrestling that he bought Ring of Honor. How well, about that? That's pretty cool. Maybe we'll see a, a revival of that, like a Def- serious revival. Definitely. There was an another press release announcement after Dynamite. And let me read it. Tony Khan announced his agreement to acquire Ring of Honor. The video library, the brand assets, 
intellectual property from independent professional wrestling's most prestigious promotion purchased under a new partnership with Tony Khan. So basically, he owns everything. He's the CEO. He can do what he pleases. Yeah, March nice. 2, 2022. Moments ago on AEW Dynamite Live on TBS, it was announced that Tony Khan has agreed to acquire the assets of Ring of Honor Wrestling Entertainment LLC from Sinclair Broadcast Group, including the promotion's extensive video library dating back to 2002. Wow. That is a lot of stuff. Looking back at it, like yeah, that's the way WWE did with uh, his stuff, yeah. it is a lot too, but. The network had like a more than just WWE stuff. Yeah. So now here it's going to be like a Ring of Honor. And that means like everybody that went to Ring of Honor, even anybody that's still in WWE. Yeah. But they're all in AEW now. Right. So they're right. He owns them anyway. Known widely as independent promotion that birthed some of the wrestling biggest stars of today's, including. AEW, CM Punk, and Brian Danielson, who have been, um, they are in the, well, they will be in the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. Cool. As well as Samoa Joe. Yeah. And highlight dozens of members of the AEW roster. Ring of Honor's purchase signifies a new chapter in the future of professional wrestling as AEW's meteoric rise continues to draw the youngest skewing wrestling audience on television. We're all old. What are you talking about, youngest? <laughs> Ring of Honor's influence on modern professional wrestling is etched permanently in the history books, and this acquisition ensures that its legacy will be kept alive and treated with the utmost respect, said Tony Khan, CEO of AEW, Chief Football Strategy Officer of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and GM Sporting Director of Fulham MC. The man is busy. Wow. This deal adds thousands of hours of content to our rapidly growing library and creates new opportunities to expand our footprint on a national and global scale while having the potential to produce new content under the ROH banner. I will immediately begin exploring opportunities to make ROH video library available to fans who will have the opportunity to witness the beginnings of the careers of some of AEW's biggest stars. And with that said, also the rumor that all of this will be on HBO Max. Oh, wow. That will, look at that, then. That will be where you'll be able to find Ring of Honor, AEW, and everything in between. Be <sighs> cool. And then, the way he was announcing the stuff, man, looked like he was wired up. <laughs> I lit up and everything. It's like, yeah, guys, I have a big news. No, Shane is not here. And I've been a fan of Ring of Honor for a long time, a huge fan. So you can imagine I'm very excited because today I signed a deal. I just became the new owner of Ring of Honor. Shane's not here. There's no Shane. It's me. <laughs> Which reminded me of the whole, um, yes, a it's a name on the it's a Vince, McMahon, it's a McMahon yeah. name on the WCW contract, but it's not Vince McMahon, it's Shane McMahon, and yeah, then he does it, and then he says that, and I'm just like, yeah, you know what, you're right. You have a guy named Khan working for WWE, so it'd be like, 
it's not Nick Khan. Yeah. It's Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, cool. Yeah, that's hilarious. But uh, yeah, think of all the matches that we're going to get. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff. So are they going to treat this as the invasion angle or are they going to like actually do something with it? And like half the roster in ROH right now is on impact doing an invasion angle. Oh, wow. So, okay. so what does that mean? It's like a three-way invasion. AEW, Ring of Honor, and Impact working, all three of them working together under one team to well, trade. Take, all they need now is the big guy, <laughs> which I doubt he's going to join. Like, no, well, you never know. My, my branch extended out to uh, what's her name? Forgot her name already. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. We could have the four-way, an actual four-way match oh, at WrestleMania. Yeah. That would be cool. Okay. So, Vince McMahon was on the Pat McAfee show on Thursday afternoon, and Twitter blew up with all the news and sound bites this show had to offer. Big key stuff that was said, Vince McMahon will be doing the honors and introducing The Undertaker into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, we called it. I was, I was a little surprised. I thought they would do. Um, um, no, didn't I? Thought did you say you thought it would be Stone Cold or no. did we both say Vince? We both said Vince. Okay. Yeah, I said Vince. Um, I said maybe yeah. Kane. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, Kane. Maybe Kane. Maybe somebody else. Um, somebody else said, "Why not Kane? Why not one of the um, Paul Bear's sons?" Like, oh, what that'd be cool. Do with yeah. Undertaker. Okay. If Paul Bear was there, that'd be cool. He got a uh, Vince got a little choked up, and he didn't realize it. And then McAfee pointed out, "Hey, you getting a little choked up?" He's like, "Vince's like, no, I'm not. No, no, you're just Elias. No, <laughs> I'm not crying. No, um, I'm not crying." <laughs> um, McAfee asked if the Monday Night Wars changed him. He brought up TNA, AEW, Ring of Honor being bought the night before, and Vince said he loved confrontation. No, that's, that's not going to stop him. It's like, oh, no. you want to fight me in the wars in the Monday night? Let's go. Yeah. You want to fight me here again 20 years later? Let's go. I think he still would. I think Vince would fight in a, a match. I think if he, I think he'd do another match. He's he crazy, you know. Uh, he showed up late for the show. That didn't stop him. They said, okay, let's keep going. And then Pat McAfee tried to end the show in like 15 minutes and Vince said like what are you doing I'm not leaving I just got here and then like you don't end the show I end your show right it's like don't end the show (laughs) Uh, another thing um, Vince offered Pat McAfee a match at Wrestlemania McAfee was honored and said like oh wow like I get to make my dream come true yeah, buddy, you got a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, hopefully, I, hopefully it's good. Hopefully not next to Johnny Knoxville, but uh, and Paul Logan. Um, how many <laughs> celebrities are gonna be in this show? Well, for Man. sure, at least 
guess, what, three at least that we Vince, know of. Vince told Pat we will find a worthy opponent for you to put in the ring. Pat asked him if this was real. Vince said, I don't bullshit. Well, it looks like, um, from what I read, it's going to be Austin Theory. Oh, wow. Yeah, if that's yeah. legit. Yeah. Everybody, you know, everybody got all excited for Pat. Like, it's the first time and all. No, it's not the first time. Did everybody forget that he fought Adam Cole at, on NXT? <laughs> like, Probably. Probably forgot, but <laughs> like the way he made it sound like, hey, um, now I'm trying to think, has this been the plan all along to get Pat McAfee on the show? I think it seems it like it. Could could it have been against Adam Cole? Had um, Adam Cole stayed? It probably would have been. If he would have stayed, it probably would have been. It probably they would have had their WrestleMania moment. But no, he didn't want to. Trust the process, loss. buddy. Trust the process. Right. His loss. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing that was said on the show, which I know like not a lot of people mentioned on Twitter because they're all they all wanted to mention something, they all wanted a soundbite, but I got it because like it's a really big important issue. Um, as far as mental health is concerned, Vince has said mm-hmm. it's important for your mental health to not be your character outside of the ring. Looking at you, MJF. <laughs> I think there was a few people that fell prey to that, unfortunately. Hey. Unfortunately, <laughs> mental health matters to everybody. Well, and even some guys that didn't necessarily have issues, like I don't know if you've ever heard um, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, he said one time he went to Bret Hart's house, and like Bret Hart, he said, actually had pictures of himself, his wrestling pictures everywhere, not just a room, like even over his own bed. <laughs> so, wow. Well, you know, know, trying to get his son to like, look up to an actual role model instead of somebody that gyrates his hips and um, poses for girly magazines, according There's to There's nothing that. wrong with Elvis. Oh, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Shawn Michaels. <laughs> that gyrating guy. <laughs> oh, the other guy. Not the other guy. Not the other two guys that I gyrated, but the <laughs> other guy. Yeah, not Honky Tonk either. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that promo, and then Shawn Michaels comes out like, hey, how do you know I was in a girly magazine anyway? Yeah. Like, did you look? Did you did you peek inside? Did you? Like, where's oh, the like, d- disappointment in his face? It's on a road trip. You know, when they do, you go to Circle K and they have the magazines behind the, the black. Uh, actually, somebody else had bought it and she, like, lent it to him because, oh. well, he went to her house and, like, he saw it under her cover. So, you know, he was, she was trying to explain to him why she had it and everything. It was sunny. Yeah. He has sunny days. <laughs> I remember that, too. I remember that. We remember those days. And that's all the news for today. Moving along. I know we said we were going to do WrestleMania 9 review, and we will get to that, but as a companion to the event, because this happened the same year, and it was building up to WrestleMania anyway, we decided on the 
doing the very first ever Monday Night Raw. Believe me when I say that this may have been only 45 minutes, but it felt like this show dragged on forever for me. <laughs> felt like a three-hour Raw. Uh... Uh, for three hours, I can fast-forward it, and but this is like, oh my god, why are there commercials on Peacock? Oh, no. Yeah, it <laughs> makes it three hours. They're 45 seconds, but still, they, it takes too long. <laughs> Maybe it's due to how they do the show now where everything is fast and it's three hours and before you know it, the show is done. But even listening to a monotone voiced promo by Razor Ramon (laughs) felt like it dragged on forever. I forgot what he had said first, Chico. They were fine back then, though. Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> now I know where the main comes from. Yeah. Okay, so with that said, it will probably be a short review. It's very short review. Uh, first episode premiered on the USA Network on January 11th, 1993 from the Grand Ballroom in Manhattan, New York. Yay. Yeah, that right. was back when they weren't traveling, right? Weren't they all in that same... Yeah. Yeah. Like, they were there for, like, a while. Uh, saw the Ico Pro banners. <laughs> Ico Pro banners. The 200 people in attendance. 200 people. <laughs> 200 seats. Like, I didn't count anything. It's like, oh, my God. It's so small. Sean Mooney opened the show not letting Bobby Heaton inside the door. Possibly overshadowing what's to come when he leaves the following year for WCW. <laughs> <laughs> it sold out to 200 people. Actual opening of the show is Vince McMahon, Macho Man Randy Savage, and don't know who this was, Rob Bartlett. Yeah, I don't know either. Who was annoying the entire night. <laughs> yeah, that that was the one, wasn't that where Heenan was trying to like get a ticket or something like that? Like the, they did a bunch of segments with him trying to sneak in and Yeah. And, and they, they didn't saying, let him in. Yeah. And they like saying they kept playing up the whole, oh, it's sold out, it's sold out. And then at the very end he they like, Oh yeah, you can come in. Like, okay, yeah. he goes in. It's over. The show's over. It's dude. over. <laughs> First match of the night. The awesome, ever so intense Coco Beware versus Yokozuna. Yeah, for what reason? I don't know. 45 minute show, so it's a quick entrance from both. This is like a hop, skip, and a jump away. It, like, they walk out. Oh, the, the ring is right. It felt like an indie ring, like an indie yeah. show. Like, oh, it's right there. Cool. Yeah, it's like a house show. Basically, if Ultimate Warrior was around for this, he wouldn't be tired out. No. He wouldn't have got a chance to run either. Like, there's no running here. Just go (laughs) up and that's it. Yoko quickly destroys Coco. Hey, get it. Five moves of doom. (laughs) Leg drop, splash in the corner, bonsai drop. Man is ready to be world champion, obviously. Never stood a chance. Never did. Back from commercial break, Narcissus is coming and is making perfect jealous, according to Heenan. Building it up for WrestleMania 9, which is coming soon. Mm-hmm. Heenan, or uh, what? Perfect versus Narcissus. Yeah. And Heenan's not even in his corner. It's just, hey, no. he's a narcissist. Narcissist. I was like, okay. Ugh. Next match, the Steiners versus the Executioners. Steiners 
in a tag team match. I have not seen these guys in a while. Mm-hmm. And they look awesome. They look amazing. Um, Doink the Clown was making an appearance in the crowd. Just bothering kids, you know, like spraying water at them and everything. While a, while a match was in the middle of the ring. It felt like a fuck you to the Steiners. Like, you guys are boring. Let's put the Doink in there. Well, luckily it was only three minutes. So. Hey, it was. It just felt like a long match. The Steiners, they did their usual moves. Um, Frankensteiner, mm-hmm. always lovely. The top rope into the Bulldog, always. Um, after that, interview with Razor Ramon. Your favorite. My favorite, Chico. <laughs> None of us 10-year-olds knew what he was doing. Most ten-year-olds, I don't think, did anyway. Main, I know we were all patient with Undertaker and how he spoke and being dead or undead. But looking back at it now, with Razor, yeah, who spoke very slowly, pausing after yeah, every, every word. syllable. <laughs> My goodness, I couldn't handle that. I was just like, all right, you know what? I didn't say. I didn't hear what you said at first. So I'm just going to fast forward you. <laughs> fast forward to 1996 when you show up in WCW yeah, and you start taking over and you're NWO and you, that character is dead. Chico. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo. <laughs> Remember who Max Moon was? You say it again? Remember who Max Moon was? Remember the name. Max Moon. He was from outer space. Okay. Yeah, he had a blue outfit. He just came out in a blue mask. He had like a oh god, yeah, fireworks, fireworks in his thing. Does a little confetti thing, and in the corner of the screen, you see him aiming his um arm on the up, but nothing comes out. <laughs> so he looks at it and then he points it down, and it's a flamethrower, and the production hand gets burned. Oh wow! By that flamethrower, like you didn't, like I'm sure it was like an accident, but still, like you see him like try to hit it up, but it didn't work. So he throws down. It does work. Production hand. Something happened in production hand because you see him like, um, go down immediately, and everybody over there in the crowd staring, looking at him, like, oh my gosh, you know all that shit. Conan goes in the ring. Ref tells him, don't worry about it. <laughs> Like, don't worry about it. Go to your corner. Don't worry about it. He's getting help. Um, who is it? Max Moon ends yeah. up being Conan. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I did. I don't think I knew that at, at that time. I definitely don't think I knew that. Conan is under the mask. Conan almost killed a man on the first episode of Raw. Well, <laughs> what a way to go out. <laughs> I guess that's why he ended up jumping ship or right. being being pushed off from outer space. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, who he's facing is HBK, Shawn Michaels. Um, I've always known the HBK entrance music to be his voice. Yeah. I never knew a sensational Sherry's voice singing it. She did the first one, I think. 
Yeah. yeah. I remember that. That was gracious. Well, now you know why they changed it. Yeah, it was aggravating. <laughs> and yeah. she had left. Um, the song was changed once Sister Sherry left the company. So, like, they'll tell you, okay, let's change the song to his voice. Yeah, that was um, the good version. I don't know what was cringier, listening to a bad rendition of Mike Tyson. Because <laughs> a match is going on in the ring, and Vince decides, let's have a skit here, right here. <laughs> Rob Bartlett pretends to be Mike Tyson, and he is just imitating his voice. Uh, macho man who can't imitate anybody but his own voice. <laughs> so he just st- stands there and stays quiet the entire time, wondering what the hell is going on with his um, hand gestures. <laughs> Vince is trying to make a decide to say, fuck this match. Let me talk to this guy. Uh, hey, Mike Tyson, welcome to the show. And Rob Bartlett just goes off. So that was cringy. Then there's having Doink come out again, basically come out the entire night. Yeah. And just, you know, that was a thing back then, I guess. Well, they were selling the comic book idea, I guess. The kid, you know, it was still kid oriented. It was still kid. Yeah, it was still the next generation, the new generation right. um, matches and all that stuff. Um,. There was that Mike Tyson, Dwayne, or watching Shawn Michaels still work this match after commercial break. They gave Max Moon a commercial break. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, HBK would have been done by now. It's wrong. Yeah, that should have been over. Before. Trying to push, trying to push Conan. It's mostly on Conan. <laughs> um, I was wondering why he didn't pin him after a super kick. <laughs> yeah, like really. he, he did the super kick, sweet chin music. That's it, do it. And no, nope. and then he did the side suplex. And I remember that he had the same finisher in the WWF Raw video game on the Sega Genesis. Remember that? Mm, brought out yeah. the old stuff, old video games from back in the day. I remember the one. Do you remember the one from uh, when PlayStation came out when it was more arcade style? It was arcade. Yeah. I think it was arcade. Yeah, it was arcade. Because I, I remember that because freaking the Yokozuna leg drops, man. Yeah. <laughs> you could spam those. Like, right. oh my gosh. <laughs> those Yokozuna leg drops, always. And then some people, they could do those Street Fighter 100 hit combos where like Razor Ramon's arm would turn into a razor. Oh, yeah. Undertaker hits you with a tomb, like an actual tombstone. Not the movie, I got uh... to watch the old um, YouTube videos of the yeah. old um, of those. Because I know there was a lot of video games from back then. Um, yeah. Idea for the next show. Top video games. I still have that game, actually. In the uh, PS1. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they still play, put them out. Yeah. Um, yeah, next idea for t- uh, for the next um, episode. Yeah. That'd be cool. You know, all the video games we've ever played, starting from the 80s. Start, yeah. Wasn't the I'm... 80s? 
was it WrestleMania? Was it WrestleMania? The one that you that couldn't get out 90s. the yeah, you couldn't get out the billion dollar dream. Yeah, and the one that you couldn't. I still don't. I still couldn't tell you how to pin somebody. I just press buttons until <laughs> they collapse on top of the guy. So it was in the arcade. No, because I remember. The... I remember playing it at the arcade. And WrestleMania Challenge. Like, I think that was. Yes, going to the arcade, playing that, and never getting out of the um oh. the million dollar dream because you couldn't. I don't think that I ever was, made it that far. I've never made it. I've never seen anybody make it that far. It's like the line of people that had coins on next is like, I got next, I got next. And then they try to go for it. Like, nope. That was the that one. Was glitch. Was it <laughs> the ahead. one where um, when you first start, it would show Million Dollar Man with Andre the Giant behind him? Uh, basically, they were the boss, I guess. Yeah. Like the final, yeah. Yeah, the final boss that you couldn't beat ever. Yeah. That was as fun as freaking playing Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Punch Out. Yeah. Um. So HBK was supposed to defend the IC title against Marty Jannetty at WrestleMania Nine, but Marty pulled a Jannetty again and did the same petty <laughs> shit. <laughs> so he gets replaced with Tatanka. Tatanka, yeah. Which that was a good match. When we get into that, that was actually a good one. I was into it. Um. Then they. Do a Royal Rumble uh, teaser. They tell you who's in it. Looking at this version of the Royal Rumble, they announced the Berserker. Uh, remember him? Oh, yeah. I absolutely remember him. And for, there was a, a time when I thought he was a uh, bruiser, too. Egg, yeah. <laughs> which, uh, which brings up my next uh, point. Then they announced Carlos Colon. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You think in the match, Carlos looked at Berserker like, you remind me of someone? Yeah. Like, I don't know who it is, but you remind me of someone. Took too many hits to the head. Maybe he thought he was seeing things. Hey, yeah, guy, your friend. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Winner of this Royal Rumble match gets a championship match at the world champion at WrestleMania against Brett the Hitman Hart. It's great, right? Can't wait. <laughs> Footage of Kamala turning face by punching out Harvey Whippleman and his other manager, Kim Chi. Yeah. <laughs> Guess who he was? I don't know. Guess. Guess. Just okay. one guess as, as the guy who's like been playing all everybody in the mask. Like, hey, you're a guy brawler. in a mask. You're a guy in a mask. Brooklyn Brawler? Yeah. Kim oh, Chi, wow. who was a Brooklyn Brawler in a mask. If you need someone, you have Brooklyn Brawler. Hey, he's been he's ride or die for WWF. <laughs> well, he never was without a job. That's so. Of course, these two would be working together. Whippleman and Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, hilarious. Um, Reverend Slick came out to try to defend Kamala, and later on would manage him to try to humanize him. Reverend yeah. Slick turned face. Great. That's awesome. Weird, kind of weird. I think he was a better heel. But... He was a better heel, but he turned face like, nah, brother. Kamala, come here, Kamala. I got you. Like I, you know, he left. Yeah. He left the other guy from South Africa to get the guy from Uganda. <laughs> it's like the, the real, real uh, black man. The real right. black man. Go for it. It's like all right. <laughs> Uh, come back from that, and we see Damien Demento in the ring already. Remember him? 
Oh yeah, Damian Demento with the little fur shoulder pad things. Oh yeah, I yeah. Guy doesn't even get an entrance. <laughs> like it's just he just shows he's in the ring already. Like damn, dude. All right. <laughs> and by far, this would have been the shortest walk the Undertaker had to make. Yeah. Uh, but still, it just made it w- seemed way too long. Like he I was to say, it's still like five minutes slower. It was still a slower walk. It's like, mm, like my guy, you have to let the song run its course. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, he does. Back then, he just like um, just gonna walk very slowly. <laughs> okay, like. Uh, Guy is still in the ring. It was like psychotic supernatural guy talking to himself versus the undead supernatural guy. Right. Undertaker wins. We don't really care. It was a short match. Um, and the match was made hilarious when Rob said the words, somebody get this man a body bag. <laughs> <laughs> get him a body bag. Pop culture at its best. He's like, get him a body bag. Yeah. <laughs> He says that nobody, I, I don't think anybody at the time understood that reference. I'm sure I didn't. I didn't and, uh, I'm sure I didn't put it together I'm, at the time. And I'm sitting there like, what? <laughs> Did he just say that on TV? Wow. All right. <laughs> Get him a body bag. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, the show's over. Go outside again because we've been seeing Bobby Heenan try to enter the arena, but isn't getting let in. The show's over, and they finally do the okay for him to go inside, and Bobby Heenan is late. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Well, I thought that was funny back then. Actually, you know, because I believe that stuff. I thought it was funny. Yeah. You know, when they showed him trying to get in. And... Uh, trying to be Rob Bartlett's aunt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Bobby, the... <laughs> Heenan, Bobby Heenan and drag. Bobby Heenan as a... Um, I thought like he was a delivery man or something. I wonder. Delivery man, Bobby Heenan, uh, a guy with a big, thick beard trying to get in. It's just like a bunch of stuff he was trying to do, and yet he couldn't for an hour. And now, was the looking back on it, I wouldn't have known it back then, but looking back on it, was that basically just a way for them to emphasize, hey, we sold out all the tickets? Because they kept saying, you can't get tickets for this show, it's been sold out. Yeah, 200 people. What's 201 going to hurt? Uh, you know, fire fire department. Max capacity, 200. <laughs> but it's only Bobby Heenan. Nope. Rules are rules. Yeah, who, who's Bobby but Heenan? Don't, but, but don't make me point at the sign again, buddy. <laughs> who's Bobby or, Heenan? Or what was it? Don't make me tap the sign again, sir. Don't make me tap the sign. Uh, it was hilarious, but it's funny trying to see Heenan do that. And then, like the next, the next episode, he didn't get in. He was calling from his house. Okay. Like that sounds familiar. Because there was something else going on. I don't know what. Yeah, he's talking about narcissist again. Like the narcissist yeah. is coming. I gotta watch that. I'm start watching all the episodes. See yeah, how I have to go back to those and watch them in order to get the. The whole story, storyline.
currently we are on a WrestleMania road trip, driving down the road to number 38. As we take a trip down memory lane and bring you the classics and our most memorable moments of WrestleMania, we've done WrestleMania 3 and WrestleMania 5 and WrestleMania 6. But this week, we're pulling out all the stops one more time. Michael, which one is it? Well, I might be taking a big gamble on this one, which is perfect because it was in Nevada. We're going with WrestleMania 9, Caesar's Palace. Oh, Caesar's Palace. So during the show, we will be stating additional facts that you may or may not have known already that we just happen to have come across on the web over the years. At times, we will discuss what happened afterwards to either the feud or the wrestler throughout the year. After we discuss the WrestleMania and its moments, we were rated by the card, the roster, what impact did it have on pop culture, and is rewatchable by giving it a unique rating system, such as a how many videotapes out of 10 would we give it, and would we take it with us to school to have our friends watch it during a free class? Those were the days. <laughs> All right. April 4th, 1993, at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas, the debut of Jim Ross, Bobby Heenan, arrives in a camel backwards. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> Everybody else, Hogan got, or I'm sorry, Macho Man got carried out in like a, what, was his, that? what um, would you call that? In his old, um, hey, you still got my uh, King Macho Man? Yeah, style? there you go. <laughs> like, yeah, it's back there somewhere. Why? What's up? Can you bring it out for me for Caesars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> why not? Ten matches listed on the card, but only nine were shown. Dark match of the night goes to Papa Shango against my favorite WrestleMania opener, Tito Santana. Which I've still, I still haven't seen that match. So, oh to... my gosh, Tito's first match in the WWF would be in August against Damian Demento. Or I'm sorry, Tito's final match in the WWF would be in August against Damian Demento. What a way to go out! Yeah. <laughs> Papa Chango's last appearance would be a qualifying match for the King of the Ring against Hacksaw Jim Duggan. We wouldn't see him again until the following year as the Supreme Fighting Machine, Kama, which is a parody yeah. of the UFC fighters. I always thought he was supposed to be TJ Combo, too, but I guess that might have been... Somebody else? Yeah. Well, because he was a boxer, right? Wasn't Kama supposed to be a boxer? Uh, yeah. Or UFC fighter. Okay. Like, he... Mixed martial arts? Because okay. he was doing some boxing, some kicks, okay. some roundhouse. Like a martial arts kick. Oh my gosh. He did a super kick. What are you talking about? <laughs> like HBK did a super kick and Jim Ross is all like, that's a mixed martial arts kick. kick no, yeah. it's not. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> all right. First match of the night. What was it? Tatanka versus Shawn Michaels. With the Luna Vachon and Sensational Sherry with, with Tatanka. That was weird. Very. Yeah, why Luna Vachon? I guess because Shawn Michaels was a bad guy. Why Sherry? Well, because she was with Shawn before, so I guess she's... Oh, okay. Because Sherry was supposed to come out with um, Marty Jannetty. But Marty pulled out... <laughs> So Tatanka took his place. Yeah. So Sherry's all like, hey, Tatanka, let me go with you. <laughs> well, I'm here. I got dressed up. so. Like, yeah. I need my WrestleMania moment. <laughs> like, okay, Sherry, okay. Which was confusing. I didn't I didn't really understand why she... Or is that I understood, but... 
like there was some parts where she was keeping Luna away from Shawn Michaels, which was right, 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 right. Yeah, I saw that. Um, it's like that's my man. <laughs> Don't touch him. <laughs> you get away, get away. You're crazy. It felt out of place, and the longest match of the night, and it's the opening show, which I loved. Like every minute of it is just like sit there, like yeah, let's go. Um, could have sworn Tatanka was doing an imitation of Hogan when he gets hit. Yeah, when he was, he, <laughs> I think he and a couple other wrestlers, I can't think of the names now, but they would do the the Hulk up, the Hulk up, because Hulk Hogan was supposed to be there by that time. He left in um after WrestleMania, uh, the year of WrestleMania eight, mm-hmm. the the earlier that year. So, um, we didn't know Hogan was coming back, so they oh, all started doing the whole, like, you. Yeah. <laughs> so then Hogan comes back, and then you, you don't see any of them do it after yeah. until he leaves again. So he gets to do that. Um, was this supposed to be a DQ finish, or, or was that a countout? I don't remember. Countout. Like, why was yeah. this a countout? Well, because remember back then, Tatanka was still on a winning streak. But I guess Shawn Michaels probably didn't want to lose either, so. Yeah, but I looking at the ref counting. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I don't know if, if, if he was up to eight, yeah, and then Shawn grabs the his legs and pulls him out and then goes in, and yeah, then I it been a disqualification more than a count out. Yeah, yeah, it was more to do than a count out because um the ref goes back in there and he's. Like goes down like no 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 we're done this match is over with mm. and then he goes over to the ring announcer like count out how is it a count out maybe it could have been a count out but and then they mentioned really... they mentioned that they let Tatanka they let him fight for like another twenty thirty seconds so Tatanka thought he was gonna win get the pin and then they end it with the count out officially they called it a count out so Tatanka wins the match but. Yeah, still undefeated. Yeah. Um, Sean still keeps his belt. his belt. Bobby Heenan is all like, he's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. And then Luna Vachon beat up Sherry. Sherry twice. Because you hear later on in the, in the, on the in show the, that yeah. she, backstage, she just went up to her and like kicked her ass again. In the hospital, not the hospital, but in the medical tent, I guess, or something like that. Hey, don't come after Luna. <laughs> uh, Tatanka would remain to have an undefeated streak towards the end of the year in October, during which he was supposed to face Ludwig Borga, yeah. remember, yeah. who was in a storyline with Torres Survivor Series. The foreign fanatics, which consisted of Yokozuna, Ludwig Borga, Quebecer Jacks, and Crush, facing against the All-Americans, mm-hmm. Lex Luger, the Steiner Brothers, and Tatanka, Unfortunately, Tatanka would not be a Survivor Series. Storyline-wise, Ludwig Borga ended his undefeated streak and pinned him with one finger and continued to attack, causing Tatanka to be replaced by the all-American badass, The Undertaker. <laughs> Which, that's fine. I was okay with that. What sucks about the is that Ludwig Borga would eventually leave because he injured his ankle and couldn't compete anymore. Hey, my ankle hurts. <laughs> Poor Tatanka. Yeah. <laughs> got they were pushing Brock, him hard, though. And he got Brock Lesnar. Yeah, they were pushing him hard, though, for a, a while. 
He was yeah. Goldberg before Goldberg. Right? Yeah, that's that's the spot right there. And then after he loses, like he continues winning. Like but everybody remembers that one pin with the when one finger. Lost, yeah. Like, oh man, that sucks. Which it makes you wonder why they buried him so hard after they pushed him so much. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Uh, HBK would lose the title to the returning Marginetti and May, who apparently can't stay away from even with drug charges. <laughs> but he would regain the title back in June with the help of his new bodyguard, Diesel. Yeah. That same year in September, HBK was suspended for testing positive for steroids. Great. Was that That's the awesome. smile? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not the smile. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was not. Yeah, like. Steroid. Oh no, that was later on. Yeah. That was later on. Storyline wise, he was suspended for failing to defend the IC title. Right. During this time, WCW came knocking on his door to see if he was willing to talk to them about extending his warranty on his car. <laughs> Sean said, "No, I'm happy where I'm at." He came back as Survivor Series '94 to replace Jerry Lawler and lost to the Hart family, which I'm sure he was not happy with, but. Yeah, what happens? He, he was fine with it at the time. It is like later on in the year, he's just like, no, lose my smile. <laughs> hey, next match was Steiner Brothers defeated the Head Shrinkers. Which was a good match, too, surprisingly. Did you notice who the ref was? <clears throat> no. Straight out of ECW, manager of RVD and Sabu, Bill Alfonso. Oh, wow. Okay. No, I definitely didn't. Don't notice. He's heavily in this show as later on he um, shows up again to because of the illusion doink that happened. The t- okay, yeah, when the ref gets knocked out. It's like Alfonso, you're doing too much. (laughs) (laughs) And then he gets released later on in the year to go to ECW, and he's uh, a manager. Like, okay, that's a big step up. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely did his better work over there. Uh, This match was awesome. Uh, Fatu, man. Like, he still does the whole um, give me a clothesline and I'll turn inside out thing. Yeah, yeah, he, and I I forgot that he was relatively small back then. He's relatively small, and I'm like looking at his face like that's Jimmy and Jay's face right there. Yeah, yeah, when he was small. Yeah. Um, I rather would have rather seen this match longer than the other tag match, honestly. Like, this the... is the match. Yeah, this is the yeah. match that should have gone longer, but not the other tag match. Yeah, it was good. It was actually a good match. Like one of those fight forever type of matches. And it was, you know, it was more technical wrestling versus, I guess, would you say brawlers? Yeah, more of that. Yeah. And then you had, <clears throat> and then you had the um, the head shrinkers, who every time you. <laughs> like put their heads together. They're right. like, nope, doesn't work for us, buddy. <laughs> You're like, kidding. Powers beat. them up. Yeah. That's their version of hulking up, I guess. 
every version of hulking up. Uh, following this match, the Steiner started feuding with Money Inc. This yeah. year was heavily influenced on tag teams. Yeah. It yeah, was so many tag teams. I loved it. Well, the fact that the Steiner versus Money Inc., that was the feud of the year. Really. Um, with feud Steiner versus Money Inc., which in my younger mind at the time was the feud of the year. Yeah, because these two teams went everywhere. Yeah. They were playing hot potato with those tag belts. Yeah. This is the same year. I mean, this is the same year that we were introduced some awesome tag teams. Um, smoking Guns, the Heavenly Bodies, smoking the Quebecers, the Head Shrinkers. Uh, yeah, Men on a Mission. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an awesome tag team, but hey, okay, we get a new tag team. All right. They were fun. Money. Time, though. Yeah, they were fun. Um, unfortunately, there wasn't enough. They were there for about a year and succeeded in doing so much, yet they're not known to being a great tag team in the WWF. Yeah. No. They they are known everywhere else. They were gone to ECW in '94 and in WCW in the next few years, which I loved. And then Mabel came back. <laughs> of course, he wasn't Mabel. <laughs> At least when he did more of his solo work. Right. Samu left, uh, being replaced by Sion or the Barbarian to some. I like the original team better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The original Head Shrinkers. Original Head Shrinkers. Samu yeah. and Fatu. Uh, Doink the Clown versus Crush. Great. Which, good match for back then when you were a kid. Because the whole story. They, yeah, they, was, like, they needed to do this because I was getting board of Doink. Um, there have been many Doinks in the WWF, not just on this show, but the original guy, Matt Bourne, was fired due to taking too many drugs. <laughs> Ray Licamelli was the guy that replaced him, while others wore the suit as well for storyline purposes. Um, Illusion, Doink, Illusion Doink of the Night here <laughs> was played by Steve Kern, who you might know from a year prior, who was known as Skinner. Remember that guy? Which I do know, but I did not know that back then. Like, that he played Doink. Yeah, it's like, weird. how you go from a <laughs> guy living off the bayou, like, he taking tobacco in your mouth. Oh, yeah, chewing tobacco. <laughs> chewing tobacco, and then you're that you're a Doink the next well, year. And Rico you go Man from Doink, too. All right. You go from <laughs> being... You go from getting defeated by Owen Hart one year and then to a clown. To a clown. They made you a clown the next year. Uh, Crush was mainly feuding with Doink after this. Mm. Injured his back on July 4th on the USS Intrepid trying to body slam 580 pounds of Yokozuna. Nobody told you to do that shit. Well, it wasn't for you to do. Somebody should have told him not to legit try because he thought he was actually doing something that day. <laughs> it's like, I gotta do it, brother. Yeah, if he and, doesn't let you do it, you're not doing it. Hey, instead, it was Lex Luger who did the honors, and yeah. 
a few days later to write him off because he needed some time away to heal from his injured back. He faces the same guy that injured it. Great job. And for those troubles, he gets about four or five bonsai drops as a message to Lex Luger, (laughs) which was the start of the Randy Savage and Crush feud when Mach couldn't even save his friend after that second drop. Yeah. Yeah. Crush would be out until October when he came back on an episode of Raw. He announced to the world that he, the only man that was there for him was Master Fuji. That was his heel turn, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Macho Man got up from the broadcast booth to try to talk some sense into his best friend yeah. and get him to reconsider. And in that moment, Crush turned heel. Took oh. out Savage for the rest of the year. Storyline-wise, he bit his tongue during that yeah. um, guardrail incident. Yeah. Like, oh man, brother, I bit my tongue. <laughs> I remember that episode vividly because my mom was commenting on how Macho Man's butt was much bigger than hers. Oh. Thanks a lot, mom. <laughs> huh. I, yeah. I watched it all, make sure not to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, think about that. <laughs> Macho Man came back at Survivor Series to replace Mr. Perfect Spot, and he tried to get that crush in the main event because, well, he came back for that reason. Crush and Randy Savage feuded for the rest of the year until WrestleMania 10, which will be the next year. Next match: Razor Ramon defeated Bob Backlund <laughs> in three minutes, four, around four minute mark. He actually beat him with a small package. I love how Bobby Heenan screams out, he beat the wrestler with wrestling. Yeah. And right in front of Vince. Like, wrestling. Wrestler. <laughs> no, he's a superstar. Right. We don't wrestle. We don't yeah. wrestle in the World Wrestling Federation. What was the story with that match? Uh, the story was, uh, Bobby Heenan has said it earlier, Backlund has been gone for eight years prior yeah. to this, and his best match that year was in the Royal Rumble when he came in at number two and lasted 61 minutes and 10 seconds. A record that stood until 2004. Hmm. Hey, I wonder who did that one. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I don't think it's in the history books. We got to check deep dive into that one. Might not happen. <laughs> Unfortunately, that didn't stop him from being a jobber or winning a few matches here and there until the next year when he turned heel. Um, he was out of touch, basically. And he knew. Because Vince now is like going worldwide and everything. Yeah. And back then, he was the champion that lost to the Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. A month later, Razor Ramon suffered an opposite loss to a jobber named, um, let's see here, the kid. Oh, yeah, I think he he might have wrestled a couple more times after that, I think. Hey, that kid will go somewhere someday. One, two, or maybe one, two, three times after that. Hey, good enough to be named a one, two, three kid. Maybe even six times after that. Uh, maybe <laughs> ten more times, I don't know, put an Something X next like to that. his name. <laughs> that jobber would a week later go viral I guess you would say going viral back in the day meant beating the main eventer okay 
or as Vince called him back in the day, a sensation. Remember that word? <laughs> yeah. The new sensation of the WWF. The one, that. two, three, kid. Ah. He liked that word back then. Sensation. 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 Stupendous is the new sensation. Stupendous is the new <laughs> sensation. <laughs> this is back in the day when we had the long, drawn-out storylines because we wouldn't get another pay-per-view until King of the Ring right. in June and then in August for SummerSlam. So being the ultimate heel that he is, oh, our favorite heel, Ted DiBiase, laughed in the face of another heel getting beaten by a jobber and told Razor he would defeat the kid and show him how it's done. As freaking heel boss mode right there. Like, I'm going to show you how it's done, kid. <laughs> you don't do that unless you're a face and you're another face and then you turn heel. No, no. this heel told another heel. Watch me do my watch me do my thing. <laughs> Razor would turn face and help the kid beat Ted DiBiase, and they would face off with each other at SummerSlam, where Ted DiBiase lost and was his last match with the WWF until he became a manager and started doing the Million Dollar Corporation angle. Yeah, and now he wants good. First, he wants to take over the the world title. Then he wants to take over the WWF. He. That's heel stuff right there. And they still didn't give him the world title. Uh, it wasn't meant to be. It would have worked out either way. <laughs> Best stable in the world. Like, if that stable would have gone up against the Heart Foundation or the nation, they would have owned it. Yeah. I, it, I think it was a good one. I think it had a lot of potential. Yeah, because you had Bam Bam Bigelow, you have King Kong Bundy, you had for a little while Sid Vicious, you had Tatanka, you had a bunch of people that were legit. Yeah. And then you had Kama, IRS. Right. Oh man, that would have been a great. Had he stayed another year, he would have been in the freaking battle of the stables, no doubt. Yeah. Oh. Another uh, podcast topic, stables. <laughs> We're gonna write these down. We're gonna have to. Yeah, we got uh, In October, Chico would win the vacant Intercontinental title by defeating Rick Martel. However, this didn't stop Shawn Michaels claiming he was still the IC champion and would wear his belt as well, which would start a feud all the way through WrestleMania 10. Which was the latter match. Yup. Yeah. And speaking of Money Inc., we get to that next match: Ted DiBiase and IRS against Mega Maniacs, Hulk Hogan and his best friend, Brother Brudai. Oh my God! With Jimmy Hart. With Jimmy Hart, who had just turned heel on <laughs> Raw a few weeks before. <clears throat> and then Hogan coming. For the WWF, WWF Tag Team Championship. 18-minute match, which didn't need to be so. Is, yeah, my no. gosh. <laughs> that was a long match. Hogan coming out with a shiner. Yeah, he had an accident in the gym. Or so oh, we were that, told. <laughs> is that what you were told? <laughs> That's what I was told. Storyline-wise, Money and Claim they did it. Yeah. 
rumor wise, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage punched him in the face. <laughs> uh, due to Savage finding out Liz was hanging out with Hogan and his wife and another man at his home, which also can be confirmed in the Macho Man Randy Savage Dark Side of the Ring. Um, another rumor was that Hogan claimed he got hurt in a jet, jet ski accident. Jet ski. Only his face survived, or only his face got hurt. Yeah, right. just that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, brother, let me look at uh, Brother Brudai when I say this. Oh, it's a jet ski accident. Right, <laughs> Brutus? Like, no. why would you say that in front of your best friend? <laughs> who got? Oh, my God. <laughs> or was it Brutus who said, like, just say it was a jet ski accident? Well, and he was the, yeah, he was the one who's the briefcase with the brick in it. Uh, why is there a brick in the briefcase? The briefcase would alone like knock you out. It was metal. You need, anyway, so. you need a a brick in the briefcase. Uh, Doink claims that Randy Savage saw he saw everything, and Randy Savage bumped him in the face. Uh, he claims possible. it. Yeah, could be possible. Like I don't really doubt it. Um, originally, this match was supposed to be Money Inc. versus Nasty Boys, but as we all know from the Hogan Knows Best or Brooke Knows Best reality show, Brian Knobs is best friends with Hogan. Yeah. Yay! Hey, why don't you take the night off? I, I need to. I need something to do that weekend. <laughs> so he offered to step aside and bring back Hogan. Therefore, we get this match instead. The Nasty Boys lead the WWF later that year as well. Like, hey, um, I was just kidding, but, you know, whatever. But since you did that, I'm leaving, too. Wherever Hogan goes, I go. You coming, Brutus? Yeah, I'll be right there. Yeah, well, they know that he he gets the check signed, so. Like, I'm taking all my friends with me, brother. <laughs> Luckily, they were. I don't think too many people were too upset when he took his buddies with him. Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> Money Inc. continues to be tag team champions after this, feuding with the Steiner brothers and playing hot potato with the tag belts. Ontario defeated for good. Ted DiBiase without tag belts continues to be the top heel. When he makes fun of Razor, IRS continues to wrestle and claims taxes from the wrestlers all year <laughs> round. <laughs> like, you didn't pay your taxes. Razor, so you need to pay taxes for that gold. Tatanka, you need to pay taxes for, I don't know, was he native, because he was Native American. He, yeah. <laughs> Gotta pay his reservation tax. <laughs> oh, wow. We don't hear from Brutus after this, and probably because his best friend used him to get back into the WWF to disqualify himself from the tag team match, but to win the world title later that night. Thanks a lot, Brutus. <laughs> Yeah, now looking back, it probably would have been better if he won the tag title. Uh, Jimmy Hart also leads the WWF by King of the Ring. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> Off to do Thunder in Paradise. Which I did like that show back then. I probably like couldn't watch one. it now. I've seen one episode. That was it. It's like, okay, I'm not watching this. Or I couldn't watch it. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I seen one episode. It's like it's not for me. That's back when he introduced. They introduced the. Wasn't he driving the? What was that car? The Dodge Viper was a big deal. You know what? Yeah, that red and yellow one. 
Who else was in this show? I think, wasn't Kevin Nash on an episode? A bunch of nobodies. <laughs> Chris Lemon, Ashley Gorell, Hulk Hogan, Carol Alt, Patrick McNee, Russ Wheeler. I don't know who these people are. Felicity oh, yeah, McNeil. all the yeah. other people were. God, Hulk Hogan gets top billing? <laughs> well, who else was there? A bunch of Russ, Russ Wheeler. Why is he? No. Sam J. Jones as a pilot. Who's Sam J.? I have no idea. Flash Gordon. Oh, wow. Michael Andrews. Recurring cast. Dee Borden. Sting. Oh, wow. Okay, see, I wasn't into WCW back then, so I wouldn't have... And, you know, he he always had the face paint anyway. It was pretty much unrecognizable. A bunch of models. Um, Jimmy as Jimmy Hart. (laughs) Or Jimmy Hart as Jimmy. Okay there, buddy. Well, just in case he forgot his his name, they're like, just just go by your real name. That way, you know we're talking to you. Oh well, all these people are look. This is how they look now, but they were models and a bunch of models. The girls were a bunch of models. The guys were a bunch of bodybuilders. Um, bodybuilders. That's why. But Hogan gets the top cast because everybody knows who Hogan is. Nobody else. Nobody knows who the other people are. Well, like I said, now I couldn't. I don't think people were watching the show for the writing. It was oh Hogan, just like the cartoon, just like the serial, just you know, even the big boot band. I don't think we were listening for the the lyrics. Uh, <clears throat> all right, um, next match on the night. I kind of enjoyed it. I liked it. I kind of. Can't can't say no to a perfect match. Exactly. Yeah, the Lex Luger part was okay, but <laughs> the Lex Luger part with the kind of with the fireworks with his mirrors and... and the fireworks out in the open. Like, come on, dude, it's windy. What do you expect? <laughs> it's, watching that was like watching the time that um, who was the name? Gilbert came yeah. out. Where, and the job squad was like holding the sparklers up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the fireworks looked like. They looked like sparklers. Yeah, it didn't look like much because, like you said, it was so windy. Had it been an inside thing, better WrestleMania, Lex Luger would have been like, yeah, that would have been a better opening. Yeah. But the fact that he did this, like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. <laughs> uh, Mr. Perfect, of course. And greatest of all time can't complain when he's in a match um his back has been bothering him since before this prior to this there was a an article in the wwf magazine where they um dissected his back and what was going on with it uh so before that before this match i saw that and then um this during the match Luger throws him into the corner, and you're like... Yeah. Into the turnbuckle. The turnbuckle, and like, whenever somebody gets thrown in the turnbuckle, they stay there. No, Perfect is like, oh, damn. He hurt himself. Lower back. He's touching his lower back. I was like, alright. That's when you know that match was about to end. Yeah. Like, alright, time to go home. Yeah, it looks like a real it's like, oh, legit shit. injury. I've hurt my back. I can't do this. 
And it doesn't help the case when you have a finisher that you have to use your back also. It, right. The perfect plex. Perfect plex. Um, after the match, perfect tried to go to the back to look for Luger, and no <laughs> reason for that. Oh, yeah, there was a reason for that. Because he knocked he him out. Knocked him out with that forearm. That loaded forearm. The motorcycle forearm. The motorcycle accident forearm. I wonder what's in the forearm. Like a metal plate. <laughs> oh, see, I thought he I thought he had borrowed IRS's brick. I guess not. <laughs> Instead, he found a kick in the face by HBK. Yeah. And then entered a feud with him. One of the best feuds of the 90s. Like, yeah. the, it, 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 not even, yeah, it was one of the best feuds of the 90s. Cause oh, for sure. From here on out, from 93 on, after Perfect left for WCW, he would not let that go. So every even if HBK turned face, uh, Perfect found a way to turn heel. Like no, I hate you still. Yeah, <laughs> like you're you're my yin and yang. You're my whatever. I hate you still. You're we're gonna fight again. <laughs> uh, this this lasted all the way through Survivor Series, where he's supposed to be in the Ramones team, but was replaced by Macho Man because. Perfect was too perfect of a partner. <laughs> um, we wouldn't see perfect until WrestleMania 10. Uh, <laughs> the curious case of Lex Luger yeah. started out the year with the WWF teasing that he has a metal plate in his arm. Four. <laughs> we heard, we, yeah, we heard stories and seen footage of Luger knocking out Bret Hart at the WrestleMania 9 brunch, which they mm. talked about the entire night. Like, what a brunch, that brunch, that brunch night. Uh, yeah, okay, brunch. They made it a point to say brunch. He knocked what out all his opponents. <laughs> he knocked out all his opponents as well as perfect. Um, Lex Luger turned face on July 4th at the USS Intrepid when he body slammed Yokozuna with ease. And he got a bus for his troubles, too. <laughs> he was repackaged from being the narcissist to the all-American Amer- wait, that's not him. The all-American <laughs> Lex Luger and the fun-loving WWF world title campaign started off until SummerSlam. Yes, they gave him a red, white, and blue all-American bus and had him live there for a few months. <laughs> See what it was like to live in the real world. Yeah. Touring around the country, trying to get a title shot against Yokozuna, politicking. Yeah, yeah. basically campaigning, running for president, running for pre- running for <laughs> WWF champion. I mean, they don't. People are not going to vote, man. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that was um, cool. I always, I wanted that bus to, you know, because they were made it sound like, oh, he might drive by your house. I was like, oh man, I would always look and hope that. Yeah, let me look outside. Is he coming to Sacramento anytime soon? No, they're already here for the Royal Rumble. Okay. (laughs) Unfortunately, he hit the middle arm on Yokozuna during the match at SummerSlam and knocked him out of the ring. He won via countout, but they still celebrated like he like he still celebrated like they the Cubs won the World Series or something. (laughs) Jeez. According to Bruce Pritchard, Lex wasn't given the title that night because he wasn't getting over with the fans. According to Vince, he wanted him to chase the title. Um, 
but let's release the balloons and streamers anyways. <laughs> and this is as good as it's going to get. I'll just take it. Yeah. Um, he told, Vince had told Lex, like, you're not going to win it here, but you're going to win it at WrestleMania. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> Proceed to talk about WrestleMania and how he's winning the match <laughs> to a bunch of people and then not getting the belt. And then not get it. <laughs> uh, never getting it. Let All-American Lex would lead his All-American team, including a patriotic American badass, to a victory at the All-American Survivor Series. Oh, wow. All-American. <laughs> Makes me want a hot dog on the 4th of July. Hot dog and an apple pie. <laughs> apple pie. <laughs> Sweet Ameri- all American apple pie. There it is. Uh, how many times can we make fun of Lex <laughs> all year round? Oh, yeah. wait, un- wait until we get to the Allied Powers storyline oh, gimmick. God. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. Uh, Allied Powers, what was it? Um, Lex Luger and British Bulldog versus. Yeah. British Bulldog. Uh, Owen Hart and Jim Neidhart. Oh, and, it was Neidhart, okay. Yeah, at the time, I think it was a Jim, or was it? Not, not Yokozuna at the time. It was okay. Jim Neidhart. But um, they had a match, and British Bulldog was in there first, and he picked up Owen with ease and slammed him. And then, like, as a rib, Owen's telling British Bulldog, go tag in Lex. Like, okay. So he goes to tag in Lex. Lex comes in there. And Lex about to oh, slam Owen, but Owen dead, dead weights it. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's my favorite Owen Hart story because he's such an asshole about it. <laughs> he dead weights it. He doesn't let um, Lex lift him. Oh. So he's having trouble with Owen Hart. And oh. you could tell, it's like, are you fucking serious, dude? I lifted Yokozuna. I can't lift Owen. Yeah. So wow. he drops him, and then he tags in British Bulldog again. British Bulldog comes in there, and again, he does it to Owen, and Owen lets him. Oh, <laughs> wow. Slams him down. He, <laughs> and he and then he there. does, he buried him, and then he does a, um, what, a head a headrest or whatever, head thing, and looks over at Lex and starts smiling at him. Both <laughs> of them smiling at Lex, and Lex is all like, you're an asshole. Oh, jeez. Oh, my favorite Owen Hart moment. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that back then either. Number next match. The streak continues. Let's see. The oh, streak. The yeah. streak. <laughs> the streak. It did. The, the dead man streak. The Speaking of the American badass. <laughs> The third win in the Undertaker winning streak came from facing this guy who was managed by Harvey Whippleman. By disqualification. Who, by DQ. The only DQ match um, in Undertaker's WrestleMania career. Uh, Harvey Whippleman was upset, still not ever letting it go. That Undertaker defeated one of his guys, Kamala. Giant debuted at the 93 Royal Rumble, eliminating Undertaker from Harvey mm, on Harvey's yeah. orders. 
um, knocked him out. This match was set for WrestleMania and ended in DQ when they tried to use chloroform, chloroform. to take out the dead man. Um, again, Fonzo doing too much again. Trying to like, hey, what's that smell? No, 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 no. Well, going to mention it. And it's funny because Macho Man acting, oh, what did they call it? Chloro- chloro- like, chloroform? Like, okay. Yeah. Like, if Macho Man <laughs> then smelled it and it's just a freaking uh, towel with nothing on it, but they smelled it. But Bill Alfonso can't do the hand you know, gesture that he smells something bad. It's like, what? Come on, <laughs> get get all of you get on the get in get on the same level yeah, there. Got to get on the same page there. Uh, the feud continued all the way through SummerSlam, where Undertaker won, and in that moment, another one of Whippleman's guys turns face. Great. <laughs> Giant was later released in October 3rd, days after... Oh, I'm sorry. Giant was later released in October, three days after the IC Battle Royal that Razor Ramon won. I remember that match, too. Like, uh, Giant Gonzalez gets in the... He's the last one in the ring to join everybody, and everybody just goes after him, taking him out. Like, nope, you're not going to win. You're not in this. Get away. Yeah, he was... That was... Goes to the back. Um, you no longer need your services. Well, I that was definitely a disappointment. I guess they figured, oh, well, he's huge, and then it's like, yeah, but that's all he is. He's just huge. He's huge. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what the Undertaker did at Survivor Series. Took about three or four bonsai drops from Yokozuna, and still mm-hmm. managed to do his zombie sit up. <sighs> the man, man is not human. Is the reason why he needed that long break <laughs> yeah, from Royal Rumble. Yeah. This frightened Yogo and would have a long feud with him all the way to Royal Rumble 94. But before the year was over, he was hard at work building a bigger casket for Yokozuna Yoko, in a yeah. casket match. And it was huge. It was, <laughs> it was huge. Looked like a piano. Right? <laughs> and which brings us to the short main event match of the night. Oh. Short for a reason. Um, Yokozuna couldn't go much more well, than right. 10 minutes. Um, but he still did his thing. Bret uh, Hart got annoyed <laughs> that Yoko went for the finish quickly because he had his. Bret Hart had already done like a. He'd written out the match off. Like, ready for it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. But then Yoko decides, like, let's go home, dude. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so he said, I was like, I want to be champion already. Let's end this. <laughs> so he does that. They do the thing with um, Master Fuji and the salt. Mm-hmm. Bret Hart takes it. Loses. Uh, before this, even before this, freaking Hogan is like, promote it. Like, hey, whoever wins between this match, I want oh, next. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> Who did. The in fuck the back, are you? <laughs> backstage. Well, whoever, like, yeah, he was saying if he, Bret Hart brings it back to the USA or whatever, and he wanted to fight whoever brought it back. Whoever t- Whoever wins this match, uh, I got next. I'm like, yeah. there, motherfucker, you need to follow protocol uh, just because you're Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you just lost your match. Um, what? Wait until we get to Monday Night Raw, and then you can say this. 
No, he's all like, I want next. Um, there's get back in the line. Get in the back of the line. You know who it's how many so people just you know how many people deserve this match before um Hogan? Yeah, there was a lot. Perf- Tatanka, perfect. Sean. Sean well, Sean's already IC champion. Yeah. But Bob nah. <laughs> We're gonna say that, Bob Backlund. Yeah, but <laughs> Yeah, he did kind of get like he was in line for it though. Yeah. Like he was winning his matches. He did have a freaking awesome Royal Rumble moment. Uh, Razor Ramon again. True. Yeah. Ra- um, Lex Luger. Yeah. yeah. Um, freaking Teddy Biasi again. Undertaker again. I'm calling yeah, it right a now. A lot of people, but. <laughs> I guess that's why a lot of people don't like Hogan. (laughs) Hogan knows best. So what does Hogan do? He comes out to check on his best friend, Bret Hart. It's like, hey, brother, you okay? It's like, no. Like, hey, you don't mind if I... (laughs) And then um, Master Fuji's all like, Hogan, I heard you talking smack. (laughs) Hogan, come in here. Come in here right now and get your title shot if you want it. And Hogan sort Hogan turns to Bret Hart like he needs his permission, and Bret Hart's like, "Yeah, go, go, go." Yeah, it's go like, what? It. What? <laughs> go do it. It's like, okay, let me ask permission first. <laughs> Bret, are you okay, man? Can I go do this? Like he ever needed permission? Yeah. He. <laughs> Twenty seconds later. Twenty-two seconds later. Like yeah. <laughs> Yoko only held that belt for like a minute. <laughs> He said, I'm champion now. And then politics happened. And then, yeah, buddy, no. (laughs) It's like, what? He hasn't been back for 24 hours. This man politicked his way up there. Like, hey, remember that um, time you needed my help and I helped you? (laughs) It's time to repay. (laughs) Right. Yeah, they always pay. I want that belt. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, remember the steroid trials? Oh, oh man! <laughs> uh, if you don't give me this belt, I'll I'll tell him it's the truth. <laughs> oh man! Hey, Hulk Hogan defeated Yokozuna. We don't even see this motherfucker for like a month. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't even do like. Did he? I don't even know if he did. I gotta watch Wrestle Raw after WrestleMania and see yeah, if he did. Um, gotta go back if, if he even did like promos, like a, I won the belt, brother. All my Hulkamania, yeah. Yeah, um, I actually, pretty sure I didn't see that one. I wouldn't have been able to know. Um, poor Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Like loser here is Bret Hart because then you'll go yeah. to wins the belt again. Yeah. At, at King of the Ring, Hulk Hogan leaves after the King of the Ring. Um, retires. Would that be in retirement or is like, yeah. hey, I gotta get back to work, man. Yeah, that, yeah, long break retirement. I gotta get back to work on this show that I'm doing. Show, yeah. Um, and then WCW comes knocking at his door, like, okay, yeah, cool, man. No problem. Um, defense. He was 
done. It's not like he jumped ship necessarily. Right. He was but, done. They weren't going to bring him back. Right. Like, yeah, nobody wants you here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, the actual, you're old, get the fuck out of here. Right. Um, We'd rather stay with Bob Backlund. <laughs> who He's ended up agreeable. having, an, yeah, he, he ended up having another belt. But, you know, we don't need Hogan again. Um, Bret Hart wins King of the Ring. Immediately after that, gets um, sceptered by Jerry Lawler. Oh, Jerry, yeah. The Damn. Burger King. The original king of Memphis. Uh, they have a feud. Shawn Michaels replaces Jerry Lawler at Survivor Series. Uh, Bret Hart defeats Toink at SummerSlam. And then they have that Survivor Series match, which is hilarious because of the night. Um, Jerry Lawler and his, he was supposed to have a, three other people as his knights, the Black Knight, the Blue Knight, and the Red Knight. Bret Hart was supposed to have his family backing him up. Bruce Hart, Keith Hart, and Owen Hart. Um, Owen Hart was the only one eliminated from the Hart family, which then mm -hmm. turned into a whole thing. Like, can't believe you won! <laughs> but without him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the night in the match ended up being old wrestlers. Uh, the Black Knight ended up being J.F. Jeff Gaylord, who's a man, retired American professional wrestler who competed in North American regional and independent promotions, including Bill Watts, uh, Universal Wrestling Federation, uh, World Class Championship Wrestling, and the United States Wrestling Association. Which I the, <laughs> the Red Knight ended up being Barry Horowitz, who you all know as the guy that beat Skip or Chris Candido. He's a jobber. He was a well-known jobber. Um, the guy that was patting his back the entire time, yeah. every before every match, and the Blue Knight ended up being Mister Greg the Hammer Valentine, <laughs> which is funny. Definitely didn't know. <clears throat> didn't know that. What a time to be alive! <laughs> Old wrestler comes back to play knight. <sighs> All right. Let's discuss the card. Well, I think, you know, I'm looking back now. I didn't realize it back then, but there was a lot of either disqualification, count out, matches, what, like three or four of them ended in DQ or disqualification? Yeah, two of them ended. Yeah, well, three Shawn of them ended. Mike yeah, it was yeah. a Shawn Michaels one. The money, uh, money Inc. and Undertaker, which nobody really yeah, paid attention yeah. to, but he still did his thing. Which Undertaker says, like, this man took years off my life. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I like the card Sh matches that were short, kind of like, eh, should have been longer. Um, I wouldn't have minded Lex Luger and Mr. Perfect to go on longer. Yeah. Or Shawn Michaels and Tatanka to have a clear finish. I don't care if he needed to beat Tatanka or at least give Tatanka the belt. Yeah. He earned that. But basically, that's how you do a um, this guy is undefeated, so let's not ruin his streak. And this guy's the champion. Let's not give 
him a lot. The belt, right. Instead of what they did with Goldberg and Kevin Nash. <laughs> well, they. I don't think cattle prods were allowed in Caesar's Palace. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else was? The, the Steiner, Steiner brothers. brothers and the Head Shrinkers. Yeah, that would have been a longer match. I would have loved that to have been a longer match. Freaking match that didn't need to be that long at all. Doink the clown and crush. Yeah, that's like. Good. I mean, crush shouldn't have had any trouble with him. No, not at all. If anything, that match should have been three minutes and forty-five seconds. Razor Ramon and Bob Backlund should have been whatever long that crush match was. Yeah, that could have went a little bit longer. They could have stretched it out. <laughs> Favorite quote of the night by Bobby Heenan. He beat the wrestler with wrestling. <laughs> it's sports entertainment, damn it. They're not wrestlers. They're superstars. But no, I think it was, and especially for that time, even the matches that we don't necessarily like looking back on had relevance back then. You know, even the Doink the Clown, you know, with the whole feud that they had, which... Again, they were kid characters, and we were, you know, it was the superhero era of wrestling, so. Yes, it was. Cartoon characters, and cartoonish than a coconut-crushing guy fighting a clown. (laughs) Well, yeah, true. Uh, The roster, the roster was pretty stacked. It was, yeah. They were um, all big names for that time. They big names are, and then at the time, big names that were coming up: Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, uh, Bret Hart is already a big name right there. Yeah, Undertaker Tatanka is coming up. Tatanka is coming up. He's undefeated. Steiner Brothers. Lex Luger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lex Express. Can't go wrong with that. Todd Pettengale, Jim Jim Ross, Jim Ross Ross first night, Jim Ross first night, and he has to commentate with Bobby Heenan, who just kept smashing (laughs) on them the entire time. I don't know what they do in Oklahoma. We do that here. Yeah, that was that's. I guess they figure if you can keep up with him, you'll be all right. (laughs) Martial arts moves. It was just a super kick, Ross. Come on. Yeah, the martial <laughs> He's doing some type of martial arts move. He, he, it was a kick, man. Just kicked him in the face. That's all. <laughs> that's funny. And then he I, he said something about the snap mare, and he was like, it was a neck breaker. Like, it was well, a... I'm saying that, yeah. Bobby corrected him. It was a neck breaker. <laughs> like, snap mare. Oh, my God. Was... <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, first, it was Jim Ross's first night, and he just ruined it. Uh, well, uh, what impact did it have on pop culture? Hogan. Well, yeah. He kept, like, kept his name in the papers, I guess. Um, former actor comes back to wrestling. Actor comes back to wrestle. And then goes back to acting. And goes show. back to acting. <laughs> Um, Bret Hart, Yoko Luna, a bunch of Japanese people doing the whole um, 
trying to take pictures of Yokozuna, mm-hmm. who's not really from Japan. From Japan, right. <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> like, you're looking back at it now, like, wait a minute. But Yoko isn't from Japan. Yeah, wasn't they... even... <laughs> he wasn't even from Japan. How did they do? Oh, they hired these people. <laughs> or just like Which some random ass people from Japan, uh, Asian people just showed up and they're like, we're going to ask you questions. Okay. It's like, yes, yes, yes. What? If we know, they weren't even Japanese themselves. Yeah. That's why Todd Pettingale is all interviewing them out there. <laughs> like, did you come here to see J- uh, Yokozuna? What? <laughs> <laughs> Yokozuna, big Yokozuna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, he they did come here to see Yokozuna. Yeah, just one guy wrestle. That's it. It would have been funny yeah. if they didn't even have accents. Like, oh, you know, we just came from Fresno. We're just here to see. <laughs> We're just here to see this match. Came to see Lex Luger. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to end the show. <laughs> Like, oh, Yokozuna win, Yokozuna win. Yeah, wait. Big, a tall American guy wins. Yeah. Big, another big, tall, old American American lifts him up. Oh, God. <laughs> um, is it rewatchable? I've watched it many, many times, and I watched it again today, so I have to say yes. <laughs> I watch it again, yes. It is rewatchable. Um... No fast forward through here at all. No fast forward. Like, I sat there and watched all of them. Um, didn't need that sensitive. doink match. Even the Brutus Beefcake match. It was like, okay, I'm here for Hogan. Never mind that Brutus is in the match. They did the <laughs> whole hot tag thing and everything, and mm-hmm. everybody popped for Hogan. Like, that's what they were here for anyway. Oh, of course, yeah. And then you get that whole, damn, who hit you, dude? <laughs> That that couldn't have been a freaking. He dropped a weight on his face. <sighs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe it. Like. That's what I was ma- told. That's what I believe. Macho man's freaking fist caught Hogan's eye. And after that, I'm like, yeah, I don't ever want to get in a fight with Macho Man if that was really? like how you end up. Jeez. Um, how many videotapes out of ten would we give it? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I say nine. A nine? Wow. Nine. We both agree on nine. Well, let's see. I don't want to give it that many because then where where do you go from there? We true. I'm, I'm not gonna give it a, it a ten yet. No, like that's per- that. Yeah, this is I'll, not give a 10 yet. I'll give it eight. I'll give it. Give it. Give it an eight. I'll eight point five around there. Sure. Yeah. Um, would we take it with us to school? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I think if I was going to show somebody a wrestling tape back then, that would have been one that's fun enough. And there's enough stuff where even if you don't necessarily like the wrestling, there was a lot of comedy and, you know, with the, the announcing and everything. Hey, you gotta look at this. What? It's, um, Doink the Clown. Yeah. <laughs> Tatanka. And everybody else. Like, there are a lot of characters. So, yeah, like... Well, and Heenan. And Heenan talking shit the entire <laughs> night to Jim Ross. And if you're going to... If you're going to be in a wrestling broadcast, get prepared for me. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's harder than the wrestling. Oh, Bobby Heenan. He was the best. Uh, all right. Uh, we're going to play a little game. It's called Guess the Wrestler. We each have 90 seconds to ask questions about the wrestler that the other person is thinking about, where we can only answer with yes or no. The wrestler can be active, inactive, a legend, alive or dead, or any variant of the wrestler, including a special character he or she might have become. For example, we could be thinking of Shane Douglas of ECW, but we might be, say, Dean Douglas, the guy that showed up in WWF in the 90s and couldn't cut it because of the click. <laughs> or Dude Love Mankind. Dude Love, like a yeah, variant of, yeah, like a, one of those. Dude yeah. Love. Mankind, Mick Foley, Mr. Sacco. Oh. Any anything is possible. Alright, gotta come up with a good one. Alright. Are you ready, sir? Okay. So I'm guessing first? Um sure. Let me Okay. See and go. Okay. Uh man or woman? Man. Man, uh, when was their hate? What day was their best years in? Eighties, nineties, two thousands. All of them. Uh, have they been world champion? Yes. How many times? More or less? More <laughs> Can't or less. tell you that. Can't okay. tell you that. Oh, okay, okay. It's. A, I'm gonna try to guess early and say Ric Flair. Wow. No. Oh, okay. A good guess. Okay. Um, is it a larger guy? Over 300 pounds. Uh, smaller. Smaller than 300 pounds. Um, were they ever in a faction? Yes. In a faction. Were they ever a leader of a faction? Oh, goodness. Yes. Faction. Okay. 20 seconds. Okay, Hogan. No. Not Hogan. Wow, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. In a faction. Um, 10 seconds. What was their favorite color? <laughs> Five seconds. Okay, it's if 80s, 90s, 2000s. If it wasn't right player, wasn't uh, Arn Anderson. I don't know. No. And final guess. Final guess, 80s, 90s, 2000. Uh, I don't know. Undertaker. I know it's not Undertaker. Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Ooh, okay. Well, yeah. Would you say yeah. his heyday was in the 80s, though? Uh, like 90s. Mostly 90s. 90s. He showed up in the 80s, 90s, 2000. He showed up in the 80s. Okay. All right. All right. Let me think of somebody. Um, I want to make it good. Okay, I'm going to make this. This is going to be a good one, I think. Tell me when to start the... Okay, go. Okay, go ahead. Alive or dead? Alive. Um, uh, 90s. Active in the 90s? Yes. Active in the 2000s? Yes. Um, in a faction? Yes. Ric Flair? No. Um... Okay. Um, WWE, ECW, or WCW? WWE. Uh, shoot. Was when they their most fame was WWE. 
Um, did he have a manager? Yes. Valet. Uh, yes, ish. Triple H. No. Um, Mark Merrill. No. Um, shoot. Who else? Randy Savage. No. Uh, okay. I'm gonna say who else had a bam, He's tagged with bam, different people. Bam Bam Bigelow. No. Oh man. Um. <laughs> Jeez uh, Louise, tagged with different people. Uh, X Pac. Not X Pac. Oh. Come on, come on. Not uh, okay, not X Pac. Okay, one more, one more. Um. British Bulldog, I don't know. No, but that, uh, the reason why I emphasize not X-Pac, Kane. Kane, oh my god! <laughs> Wait, who was this? Oh, Lita. Well, so the valet wouldn't, um, what was her name? Tori. Tori. Wouldn't she have been? Ah. That's why I said sort of. Yeah, okay. And he sort of had a manager when he had Paul Bear in, in the beginning. Valet, yeah. Man. All right. Ugh, good well, one. We're going to have to come up with some new rules, though, so we can ask like more kind of more specific question yeah we're gonna have to do that <laughs> we'll polish it up <laughs> fix it a little bit here and there uh, all right you good yep. anything else we gotta bring up no nope. ready to end it that's all the time we have for tonight we will be back next week with more wrestlemania moments discussion I'm going to do WrestleMania 10. Nice. Okay. And as we talked a lot about some of the feuds here, right. ended at the following year, then I think we should bring up uh, WrestleMania 10. Um, if you have another pay-per-view that you think we should watch and review, just like we did have with St. Valentine's Day Massacre or like the first ever Monday Night Raw we just did, uh, let us know. I was told to take a look at the first ever in your house if we are hmm. doing first evers and see how they hold today. So, want to do In Your House also? Let's do it. Let's do that and okay. WrestleMania 10. So, we're going to attempt to do that, those two. So, if you have something you would like to say, let us know in the comments. Follow us on Twitter at all underscore things underscore pod. All under all things pod. Follow me on Twitter at Million Dollar Geek. Listen to us on Spotify or Anchor at All Things Wrestling. Check us out on Facebook groups at All Things Wrestling with the same logo. Check us out on YouTube and smash that subscribe button. And follow us on Instagram for more wrestling content. Be patient as I just made the page. Thank you for on our way out. Thank you for supporting our content and giving us a listen. Until next time. See you later. I'm still not Hogan. It's still Michael, just so we're clear. Hogan, we're still coming for you. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> we're not. Okay. We're Thanks. Not. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Later.